1: Yes, we do. She's back, and uh, it is a great episode. Um, And this has a new course, page turning pacing, and um, it really takes all of her knowledge as a TV um, screenwriter, screenwriter, TV. Scriptwriter and yeah. and pacing and everything and puts it in one package for everybody and it's it's just a great course it's a great course Sarah and I've been able to go in and look at it and uh, yeah yeah really so awesome about
0: the course and uh, this episode is much more well we do talk about direct sales
1: yeah we do talk about direct sales which is but then, amazing
0: yeah. yeah she has some great tips and ideas and then um, we do talk about, it's a quite craft heavy episode about like how to get better at pacing your books and stuff. So really good. And, you know, she's just fun to talk to and self-care about how she yes. specific ideas about how to yes. do some self-care for yourself. Yeah. And so
1: lots and lots of fun. So grab we- the sugar scrub. That's
0: right <laughs> <laughs> So we have some new supporters this week Yes
1: we do guys Thank you so much Tim Culp uh, He has the rocket ship Thank you Tim uh, I just responded to a message um, Or a post comment that he made And um, Bethany Soria Oh shoot Bethany Surria, so, possibly Soria Yeah Bethany Saria. Oh, girl, I'm so sorry. Uh, and she has the skills of justice. I hope that means she's not coming after me, but um, but maybe that means she writes thrillers. I don't that know. Could be. That's kind of yeah. what I thought, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, Tara Brinkley. And she chose mm-hmm. the tent emoji. Mm-hmm. And then we have Stanley B. Trice with the rocket ship. Yeah, so, I love that.
1: Thank you everybody. love that. We appreciate it
0: yeah, so we- much. And if you want to support the podcast, if you've received value and want to support us, then you can find the link for that at writers.com slash support. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: And if any of our supporters have had trouble um, yes. getting the bonus episode that we did, please drop us a note or... Um, a DM or something, and we'll help you with that. Yeah. Probably Sarah is better than me, but <laughs> but I'll do my best. Well, I thought we should <laughs>
0: say here, like if you do sign up, we do have one episode right now that's yeah. like locked until you're a subscriber supporter. Yeah. Um, and to get to that, you should receive an email with your own private RSS feed from Buzzsprout. So if you mm-hmm. didn't receive that and you can't find it, then, um, email support at com, mm-hmm. and I'll put that link in the show notes and it's in the group in the Facebook group, but mm-hmm. I thought we should talk about that because obviously some of those emails are not getting through.
1: Yeah. And, they may be spam or something. Yeah. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So tell us what's been going on with you this week.
0: Well, um, I have been, speaking of Buzzsprout, I've found a new podcast to listen to. It's very much about podcasting. It's called mm-hmm. Buzzcast. It's by the host company that we're using. And uh, it is just so funny to me. It's so interesting. It's kind of very much inside baseball about podcasting. Mm-hmm. And listening, coming to it as a writer, it's very funny because it's almost like it's a negative and inverse like if you look at the writing world thing and then you look at the podcasting world thing they're talking about a lot of the same things but they have completely mm-hmm. different views like I don't know. um like you know how writers feel like spotify is awesome diversifying the yes book you know marketplace podcasters don't quite feel the independent podcasters don't quite mm-hmm. feel the same way about spotify they kind of feel like we do about amazon about spotify oh. like it's the big gorilla in the room so it's yeah. just very interesting to uh listen to that so if anybody's into podcasting that's a fun podcast yeah. to uh listen to and um the other thing i was going to tell you is totally unrelated did you see that ted Lasso season is three yes.
1: coming out yep yep <laughs> I'm excited. i mean uh, uh i just saw a tiktok video um uh, and it was the trailer from the first, from the see you know the the preview trailer so i'll post it in the group because um <laughs> i just love it i mean it was i was a little worried cuz last year ended on kind of a Kind of a downer ending, yeah, a little bit. And, but it looks like it's coming back up,
0: and I love that. So yeah, yeah. 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 So I knew that would be exciting to you. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward I'm to very it. Very
1: exciting. And yeah.
0: we talked a long time ago about doing an episode about Ted Lasso, like talking yeah. about the storytelling in Ted Lasso. So maybe uh-huh. that. Yeah, I'll, that'd be um,
1: great. I don't, I don't know if we maybe want to wait until the whole, yeah, let's wait. Season is out, but yeah. anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love. I love that show. So it's good. So interesting. I thought mm-hmm. we could talk about
0: why why it's so compelling. Yeah. To us as viewers, and maybe yeah. we could use Inez's tips and break it yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> break
1: it down. She's probably going to do that herself. Yeah. So, what about great. you? What's going on with you this week? Uh, not much. Let's talk about it. Uh, let's talk about Inez. No, uh, there's not much. Um, I am watching, I've watched a few shows. Um, Will Trent. I love that show. It's on Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it's actually on ABC, but you can watch you it can on find Hulu. Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's actually to me, so very compelling. And I think it's, it's very char- of course they're you know, it's a police procedural kind of show, mm-hmm. but it's, it is very character driven and, um, Anyway, the characters are just super compelling. And it doesn't have a huge cast of characters, which I like that. Uh, But it's, anyway, it's just a really good show. And uh, so I've been watching that. And then um, I've watched several documentaries on the Murdoch trials, which is probably not good for my mental health, but (laughs) I still am doing it. Um, I've had, you know, just, I was doing really well. I've told y'all that, but, uh, I've, this week's been kind of tricky and hard. I don't know why. Um, but I'm still just putting one foot in front of the other. And, you know, um, people have been really supportive and have sent some good insights about grief and about just this journey. And I think, If I'm honest, I really wanted to speed it up because, um, you know, it sucks, but can't really speed it up. It is. It just is what it is. And it comes when it comes. And um, so, yeah. And one thing I didn't really tell everybody that has kind of played a part in some of this is that my husband was laid off in January from a job that he'd been at for 30 years. So it all has worked out. It's going to be fine and great. He has a new job. He started today. Um, but, you know, that's kind of one of those stressors they talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As if so y'all didn't have enough stress already. Yeah, so, that's kind yeah. of been hanging. So um, anyway, but I'm fine. Yeah. And, uh, you know, spent week, two weeks, week and a half, something like that with the grandkids. So I'm exhausted. <laughs> but also...
0: Probably still recovering from super that,
1: right? Super fun, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: super fun. Yeah. Um, did you go to the book event? In I Dallas? did. I went
1: to the book signing. Uh, Holiday with the bells. Yeah, uh, did a book signing, and so I went just as a fan participant. Mm-hmm. Somebody had a, an extra ticket and gave it to me, so that was great to get to see, you know, Maria Lewis and. um Heather orgeron and KK Allen and some other people that I really like and Becca Mysore was there she's actually the one that gave me my ticket and um so that was that was good it was good to like see them and be, see readers and um so that was that was exciting I have a signing at the end of this month into March um, uh, in Baltimore that I'm going to. So that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we have that, we have kind of an uncon conference that we go to in Austin Yeah, uh, in March. So I'm looking forward to that. So those things fill my well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we're, we, you and I are also going to be at InkersCon. Yes, in we are. June, right? In June. June. In Dallas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Dallas. And, anything, um, but we'll be there. Yeah, we're not speaking. We're just going to be there as just soaking it all in and getting the good information. And uh, we'd love to see readers, I mean, listeners there. Um,
0: yeah, maybe there. we should start a thread in the group. Yeah, yeah. There, let us know and we'll plan something. We'll get yeah. there and do something. Yeah.
1: We did a breakfast last year. Mm-hmm. That was super fun, yeah. but it was kind of last minute. So maybe we can come
0: yeah, up so with something. We plan better this time. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. But anyway, so that's what's going on with me. Not much. All right. Well, let's um
0: listen to it. let's go to Inez and mm-hmm. see what else she has to say because she's got such good tips and oh, ideas. Yeah, well,
1: she's so stinking smart. Yeah. yeah. She really yeah. is. So I know you're gonna love it. All we'll right. see y'all next week.
0: Yep. Here's Inez. Today we're really excited to welcome back Inez Johnson. How are you?
2: I'm doing fantastic. Oh, we're, we're so, so happy you're here, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for having me back.
1: Yeah, you're here for a very good reason too. <laughs> yes, we're going to talk
0: about all, a lot of cross stuff today, so we're excited. Yeah. All right, so let me read your bio. Aside from being the author of over 80 books in nine years, Dennis Johnson is a seasoned wow. educator. For over 15 years, she taught college-level classes in screenwriting, story development, and media history. A lifelong learner, read academic addict. She holds a master's in instructional design and a doctorate in educational technology. She is constantly taking courses on the latest digital marketing techniques, reading how-to books and keeping her skills at the cutting edge. So, you know, you don't have to. (laughs) (laughs) So I have to ask real quickly, are you high input? Have you done your
2: strengths? I'm not. Wait, I got, hang on. I actually have to turn around and look because I can't remember them. No. Input is not in my top five. Second, I remember my top two. I'm oh, number okay. two achiever. Uh-huh. Yes. I have number one discipline.
1: Oh uh, my gosh. Great combo. Another
2: high discipline.
1: I think I'm number 33 or 58, <laughs> whatever, however many strengths there are beyond that discipline. Yeah.
0: I yeah. do have discipline in my top five.
1: Oh, I can have both. My top
0: five.
1: I think both. I have oh, learned. Have learned a
0: yeah. 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 I, I yeah, could yeah. kind of see that <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Just a
1: little bit. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Oh, that's funny. Well, give us a real a quick update on what's happened since you were last on the podcast in December of 2021. I can't believe it's been that long. Yeah,
2: yeah. it has been long and you know, we are all, it's kind of a blur for all of us <laughs> the last couple of years. Mm. Yes. But yes. I'll tell you what, um, so in the last couple of years, I released a lot of books.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I've also really focused on consistently refilling the well. I was having a chat with um every morning. I get up at eight o'clock a.m. every weekday morning and I write with my college roommate who is award winning novelist, fantasy romance novelist, Leslie Penelope. Uh, um, ah. Yes. And one of the and I am someone that I I, I feel very uncomfortable taking scheduled breaks it makes me very uncomfortable and mm-hmm. I'm just itching to get back to it and what i found works for me is taking time off every day to refill mm-hmm. well and that just works so so well for me But we were having this conversation about um there's there's something that shows that there are people who just need to have their their creativity refilled mm-hmm. every day there's some people who just need to take a nap in the middle of the day in order to fill <laughs> that that you change I'm waving the- my nap flag <laughs> or my blanket
1: as i call it <laughs>
2: I, so i i realized that i'm that that person and i am i've embraced it because i tell you after what we all just went through for the last couple of years my life is really about decreasing my anxiety <laughs> mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. i can make more space for joy and for serenity so mm-hmm. i've embraced you know like Every day I'm, I, I have, a, you guys know I'm a planner, babe. Mm-hmm. You know, every day I have the chapters that I need to write. Cause I don't write by word count. I write by chapters and right underneath that, I have the activity that I'm going to do to, to play, to, to be creative, to refill that. Well, every single. Oh, that's great. That's that great. Is,
0: yeah. That's fantastic. I love mm-hmm. that you, you actually like calendar that, you know, like mm-hmm. you put that in. I think that's fantastic. Of
2: course. <laughs> <laughs> Let's <look for> it.
0: <laughs> that's fantastic. I yeah. love that. Yeah.
1: So, so would you say that's the most important lesson you've learned recently is to um, do that? Or do you have something else that you've... Uh...
2: Personal lesson? Mm-hmm. Yes, that's the most personal lesson mm-hmm. that um, being very intentional about refilling my well business wise the best thing that I have learned the best thing that I've done for myself is direct sales
1: oh love
2: that tell us more about that because
0: people are (laughs) curious about that
2: okay I am an unapologetic control freak in case you haven't (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and what direct sales has done for me it's giving me that data that clean unfiltered data immediately straight to me because when we're when we're when we're advertising on Facebook and we're sending traffic to the other retailers we we're not getting that information we're not getting mm-hmm. that information we're not getting that money immediately mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. so and we're not necessarily Touching our our readers directly mm-hmm. and direct gives you that it gives you the ability to run sales without having to go into a promo dashboard and mm-hmm. and beg to price match things. Mm-hmm. Um, when someone signs up to um, to purchase your book, you get their data immediately. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. you get the sale immediately, or however mm-hmm. you set up um, for your payments to go. Mm-hmm. But then you can just you can you're, you're you're this is this is a good thing and a bad thing. You're also your own customer service. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it can yeah. be a bad thing, but I've really chosen to embrace it. And whenever there is a problem, and there are problems, mm-hmm. I can have a, a conversation with the person and... Nine times out of ten, I make a fan for life just by speaking directly to that person, mm-hmm. helping them to solve their problem. And even if they're like, because mm, um, I'm, I'm, I'm selling a lot of ebooks, and a lot of times these new these these are brand new people who have not mm-hmm. heard of me before. Mm-hmm. For some uh-huh. reason, they're not on Amazon, they're not on Nook, but they're they're chilling out on Facebook and on the social mm-hmm. platforms. And when they see my ad for um, my books, they um. They don't. They might not realize that they're. It's an ebook, mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I, I have my ebooks up. I have my print books up. I have not done my audiobooks yet because that's, that's, that's tomorrow's problem. But they'll mm. look at the graphic, which clearly to me says this is an ebook because there's no pages, mm-hmm. and they're like they think that they're getting an ebook for a really, a, a print book for a really really cheap oh. deal. So there, so there are times when I have to, when people are like, I don't understand how to use this ebook. Mm. I would like a <laughs> refund, please. And we have this, con- we, but we have a conversation because I absolutely will give them a refund. But I convert them to a fan because we have a conversation. Mm, and I yeah. can say them, you know, the print book is available too. Or, you know, if you're not, op- not open to buying the print book, my books are in libraries. or You can order mm-hmm. my books from Barnes and Noble. You can order things mm-hmm. back from Barnes and Noble. So I get to have that conversation yeah. and retain them. So, uh-huh. I love Direct. It's right. fantastic. Right. Yeah.
1: I think we should probably point out for, for our listeners who are no, not as experienced or, or in indie publishing, you are wide, which means your books are on all the platforms, correct?
2: I am wide, which means my ebooks are on all the platforms. If you are enrolled in Kindle Unlimited, your mm-hmm. English language ebook. Mm-hmm. It's in Amazon's house, period. It can't go out and visit with other friends. Correct. But if you are in Kindle Unlimited, your print book can go and play with whomever you want. There's no exclusivity. Right.
1: And a lot of these people that I'm encountering want print. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Well, and I was gonna I just wanted to make that distinction for, for our listeners who maybe aren't as versed in that, um, mm-hmm. uh, because that is a big that's a big thing. Yeah. If your books are in KU, your ebook cannot no. be sold anywhere else. But that print book is fair game. You Go can sell it. that wherever you yeah. want to. Okay. So. And your
0: audio, your audiobook book as well. And audio. It, yeah. Unless you're exclusive
1: with, yeah, ACX. yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: So, um, I know people will be curious. Um, are you, how are you finding these new people that haven't heard you before? Is it ads with Facebook or how are you doing that?
2: Facebook ads. I, mm-hmm. because uh, that is, that is something that clicked for me that's something Mm that i feel that i'm good at um and i don't know why because i'm sending them pretty much to the same facebook audiences Mm -hmm. but i'm getting much more um interaction i'm getting much more return on investment from direct don't ask me well the only reason that i could potentially think why is because um when we're taught to do facebook ads by you know the the gurus of the Mm -hmm. the writing gurus of in our community we're taught to use um the traffic ads Mm And um, I was taught when I started to do direct, I was taught to switch that over to the the purchase or the sales ads. Mm -hmm. And the the difference between the, from what I'm told and what I've seen, the difference Mm -hmm. between the purchase and the sales, the purchase and the traffic ads is that Facebook knows that those are the people that are not only going to just click to see more about the ad, Mm -hmm. they're the people who are going to come out of pocket. And mm-hmm. I'm getting people coming out of pocket and mm-hmm. buying these books. I should also point out that what I'm choosing to do is I'm choosing to do bundles. So yeah. I have over 80 books. I haven't yeah. counted in the last two years, so I'm probably near 100. I haven't counted. It's too much math. Um, so I'm able to bundle up books. Mm-hmm. So I will put books in, in in bundles and I will sell those bundles in E and in print. And that I feel like that bundle is very attractive because today we like to binge. So I I can say binge the whole series or try out um, the first and series of all these different books. Mm -hmm. I can do things like that. And I feel like I'm getting a lot of people who just want the complete collection. Right. Mm -hmm. And they and they will put their money down for it.
0: Yeah. Are you doing a discount for your bundles? Yes. Yes.
2: And I can because, again, so let's say um my, so my books are 3.99 each mm-hmm. and so if i'm selling all um six of a books in a, i usually, for some reason i like sixes and mm-hmm. i'm selling <laughs> all six books in in a particular series it's like um oh gosh what's the math $24? Mm-hmm. 24 dollars That's 24 dollars and then but if i couldn't do that on amazon and and make i i would make the 70% profit off of each book right right mm-hmm. yeah. but if i do that direct And I'm getting I'm getting all the money except for five percent, which is basically the processing Mm -hmm. fees. Mm -hmm. I can sell them those books at a discount Mm -hmm. and still make more money than what I was on Amazon. So, yes. So I I show them the Amazon price Mm -hmm. and I tell them, hey, because you're buying direct from the author, you're buying from the artist. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make out you're going to make out. Let's be friends. Let's Mm -hmm. let's let's read some books together.
0: Right, yeah, right. awesome. And then are that's you using great. um Book Funnel for the print or how are you doing the print? Okay. Cuz that's so, my that's a question for me. That's a hurdle for me.
2: Book funnel first. So with the ebooks and Book Funnel, so I do I um, I use Shopify.
0: Mm-hmm. Um I
2: have friends that use SamCart, I have friends that use WooCommerce. Um but I like I like Shopify it just made sense to my brain. So I go from Shopify to Book for the for the um the payment. Ebook. For
1: oh, the yeah.
2: ebook oh, payment. Yeah, um and then um Book Funnel will deliver the book. Mm -hmm. It's so simple to set this stuff up. It's a lot of work, but it is simple. And both Shopify and BookFunnel have tutorials on how to do this um, Mm -hmm. on their sites. And they walk, they hold hand, walk you through it. So that's simple. And then Mm -hmm. then, um, Shopify collects the payments. Bam, BookFunnel delivers it. For print, books are still up on Shopify. And you can go to places for fulfillment you can go to places like book vault and lulu yes yeah but the prof for me i was looking at that profit margin and i was like hmm, i could set this up actually so i, I looked at that profit margin i was like okay fine i could do this but i when i was first starting with print i ran um a promotion just to my newsletter I bundle because my books are my, nice. my sweet books because I write as Ines Johnson I write steamier mm-hmm. stuff and I write as Sinead Johnson I write the sweet um, romance and I, those books are usually thirty thousand words and I was able to fit all six books in a mm-hmm. thirty thousand word omnibus. Oh.
0: Um, yes,
2: yes, and I could have I could have just done this with each book individually, but I I did I did this mm-hmm. specifically for my readers.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I bundled that up um, and I offer them hey six books for um, pretty much half price. Or get the print, um, pretty much half price, and I'm still making a killing. Um, and I bundled that up, and my readers loved it. And so mm-hmm. I was thinking, huh? Let me put this on my Shopify store and see how it goes. And those new, brand new readers loved it. So that's working out for me. So, uh, since I had uh, since I had ordered a bunch just to to sign and send out to my readers, and I, I and I learned pirate ship, the which is yes, um, pirate right? ship is
0: wonderful. Yeah,
2: tell I us was, what like, it is because I don't know. It's basically having the post office on your computer and your at home printer. Mm, it's so great. freaking simple. You buy you basically buy labels. You, you um you can buy the postage, your you can print it from your printer, slap it on the package, drop it off at the post office. And you know, some of us still have like the post boxes where you can mm-hmm. just drive by and drop. So crazy simple. You mm-hmm. don't have to wait in a line or anything. So I was doing that with my readers, and I thought this is so simple. Mm-hmm. And so I just I just kept ordering more books. <laughs> I, I put it up on my Shopify store, and I just kept ordering more um, of the omnibuses, keeping them off to the side. If you can see the rest of my office, <laughs> I kept them off to the side, and I and I just and I'm I'm selling a couple a day. Mm-hmm. And I'm only I only have a fifty dollar a day um, Facebook ad going, so I'm selling maybe five ebook bundles of the um, the ebooks and maybe two of the um, the print books just for that one series, and and that is making it worth my while. Mm-hmm. To take mm-hmm. a couple of minutes each morning, print out the labels, package them up, and then the post office is literally two blocks away from me. I can mm-hmm. drop it in the mail. That is that's making me really nice money that mm-hmm. comes into my bank account the next day. Which is
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. awesome. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy
0: it's working for you. It's great it to hear. It
2: is.
1: Yeah. So where are you getting your omnibuses pr- I mean, who are you using for that? Amazon. Uh okay. I mean <laughs> I could
2: have I could have gone through Barnes and Noble, which I think might have been a little bit cheaper, or I could have gone through um Ingram, mm-hmm. but it was just so simple to just click that button.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely yeah. that's great we'll, that well, we'll is... put those links and stuff in yeah. the show notes but oh that's yeah. great great information still, like if
2: someone does this and they start to get bigger because i'm selling like two print two of the omnibuses a day i can handle mm-hmm. that but if someone starts to sell like i have friends who are selling like a hundred they're doing individual books they're selling like a mm-hmm. like hundred other individual books a day they found a a a, um, a private printer Mm-hmm. And the, which printed their books for even cheaper. So that increased their wow. profit. Wow. To yeah. So there's, oh, there's fantastic. people out there.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So there's like,
0: there's ways to do this that are, that you can make it cost effective for the, the print books, which is Absolutely. great. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay, so we've kind of gone down a little rabbit trail of direct sales. So I guess we <laughs> should come should. back to our main questions. <laughs> but that was fun. Thanks. Yeah. But, so uh what's the biggest uh change you've had to make in your thinking or your mindset? This could be like in the last couple of years or, you know, over your whole career, whichever one you'd like to talk about.
1: In the last week, if you're like <laughs> me. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know,
2: um over the last two years, I invested heavily in my business. I invested in um, doing German, which paid off. I invested in doing the direct, which paid off. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, huh, I should probably invest in me. So <laughs> last year, I have been investing in me. i been investing in a lot of self-care. I've been going on not only just self-care with like massages and um mm-hmm. I had a, I had a salt scrub, full body salt scrub. It was the best thing ever. I was, and I was on a cruise at the time Mm -hmm. and I walked around telling perfect strangers, touch my skin. (laughs) My daughter was so embarrassed, but that was so soft and smooth. I highly recommend it. Um, But but things like that, I, uh, you know, writing is so solitary. and, And again, what we all just went through over the last couple of years, I I've started going on writing retreats and I try to go on one every other month. I was just spoiling myself. Oh yeah, um, yes, yes. Either ones planned privately with friends or ones um, planned. Um, I I know you guys just had Becca Mysore on not too long ago. Mm-hmm. She does these amazing yes she um, does writing retreats. Oh my gosh! Um, if when you see her post to sign up, sign up. It is it's it will just refill your well. And then she's so freaking smart. Mm -hmm. that what because with it she also gives you her plot theory services she gives you one to two hours of her time and you can sit there and talk about your stories talk about what you're about to plot talk about your business and I promise you whatever she tells you will multiply your business time a million Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. yeah and so I did that I also I hired a stylist and I learned to properly do my makeup and what my colors were what my colors were like eyeshadow and lip. Floss, but yeah. also, what my colors were for like clothing and wardrobes. So I had a whole new wardrobe nickel. That's great. Yeah, that is so fun. I, I totally invested so much. So, I I invested in a personal trainer and I've dropped a lot of weight from, you know, us sitting mm-hmm. around in the house all the time. Right. And I hired a dating coach. Has has an S gone on a date yet? No, but I hired a coach.
1: But you're getting ready to. <laughs> exactly. I'm preparing. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Yep. So I love that. I love it. I think that's
0: great. And I think that's like a goal that so many writers have is to make more time to take care of themselves. So mm-hmm. how did you like, how did you do all this? Like, how did you mm-hmm. get it in your schedule? Do you schedule it in?
2: <laughs> of course I <it's> schedule it <laughs> Of course I <it> did. <laughs> and, and mostly in pink because I learned that my, my color is plum. Mm. I'm a brown woman and plum mm-hmm. is my color. But the stylist was 1000% right. Um, so I just, I just, I literally, I, I, I'm really, one of the things about my number one discipline is that I'm really good at compartmentalizing. Mm. So like I said, I get up every day with my writing partner and we write from like 8am to 11am and I get my words out and I get my words done. And then uh, I take a break and then I come back and I'm, and I'm doing lunch. But what I, what, what, what Becca Syme told me that I'm really good as, as I can just take I can shift things around on my plate. Like my plate, it's the same size as everyone's, but I, sh- I I shrink the things on the plate because mm. I try to master them and I try to get a procedure going. And so mm. once I've done that, then I look down at my plate and I'm like, oh, I've got space. Let me fill it. <laughs> mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> so maybe fill some of that space with self-care sometimes, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. That is exactly yeah. what I did. That's yeah. right.
1: That's great. Well, has we talked about direct sales, but has your business model changed recently, or are you still doing what so you were my, doing two years ago?
2: My business model two years ago, especially for for my Ines pen name, Anessa, whatever she wants, because that is my joy to just write mm-hmm. whatever comes into my my mind and my heart. Mm-hmm. But Sinead was very regimented. Sinead was one one either one book a month or one book every other month period Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. the exact same kind of book sweet military romance sweet um military romance set on a ranch that's what Shanae wrote and that's and that works Mm -hmm. um but one of
0: the
2: one of the things that I'm great at but that I also see as a weakness is I I come from television so I understand Mm -hmm. like series I understand syndication I know that once a product is out there you can keep selling it forever and forever and forever Mm -hmm. So I was so focused and I have been, continued to be so focused on my backlist. Mm-hmm. I don't focus as much on my front list. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I could have a release and not even remember that I had the release because I, I I have a process. I write the yeah. book, I, I set everything up, I set up all the promo, I set up everything up and then I'm on to the next book. Mm-hmm. And I'm realizing that that's not really giving that book. its its It's justice mm-hmm. and I need to... So I'm changing. You're not giving that book enough love. I am not. I'm not giving that book the self-love mm-hmm. and attention that it deserves. So I'm in the process of trying to just stop and focus. Not I don't like the word stop. <laughs> to To <laughs> slow down and smell the roses with yeah. that book and to give it, it, it's, it's, it's just you. Cause in my head, I always know like that book is, that book is out. Great. I know that when, uh, when the, the first three books, or when all six books are out, I know that book is going to go bang, but I don't, it only goes bang because that's when I give it attention. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to stop and give it the attention when it comes out. Oh, that's great. Yeah.
1: That's that's such an interest. That's so interesting because I'm, I'm big on the launch. Like Most I'm big are. on it. And I, I keep pushing that book for a long time. That that new release for a long time mm-hmm. and of course now because I'm not releasing I am focusing on my backlist more mm-hmm. but that is just so interesting that yeah that you're giving it more love now I love that
2: yeah because again I have a process for the backlist mm-hmm. I, I have my 52 which is this is Sky Warren's 52 week strategy mm-hmm. I, I have a 52 week strategy where I'm I there's some type of promotion going on every single week mm-hmm. I have so I have strategies like that for the backlist, but I did not have any strategies like
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have got together with Jamie. She's got a ton of launch strategies, <laughs> but it sounds like you're doing good. <laughs> yeah. So um, how do you view mistakes
2: and how do you recover when things go wrong? <laughs> um, see, I, I have to catch myself um, a lot of times because I don't view mistakes as a bad things. Mm -hmm. But I will go into something knowing this might be a mistake, but let's Mm -hmm. let's see. Let's find out. Let's touch the fire. Yeah, (laughs) A lot of people don't. (laughs) Why are you hesitating? Let's go in. What if I make a mistake? Mm -hmm. Because in my my mind, if I make a mistake, the mistake is going to teach me something. Mm -hmm. But that's the only time a mistake is bad, when it doesn't teach you something, when you can't glean the lesson from it. Right. But I prepare as much as I possibly can. And then I charge forward and mm-hmm. as I'm charging forward, I'm, my eyes are open and I'm paying attention and I'm looking at what's going on around me and mm-hmm. I'm I'm shifting. I, I'm I'm going to blame this on my career in television as well. My first job in television was being a production coordinator. Mm. First thing that they tell you, we're going to make a plan. We made a very detailed plan. Mm-hmm. And then we, then we were told, sit back and wait for something to go wrong and then fix it. Mm-hmm. So that's my foundation of, of make a plan mm-hmm. plan the best you can, and then stand by with the fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, a good, it's a good sounds like it's a good system, at, <laughs> right? So that's how I look at it. Is I look at um, mistakes they're 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 guideposts for me. They're like they're like little gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, if if they're gifts, if they give you the information, so Brian. I write information and then I just keep going.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that. That's that's so great. And because we don't a lot of us do not have that uh, Mm -hmm. thinking. I am a little bit of let's touch the fire and see what happens. Uh, But but I do. um, I found when I was more making more money and being a little more successful that I was more that way as you know, i I'm less. I have I I am less. likely to touch the fire at this moment because yeah. i'm a little because yeah. i feel like everything's balancing on a pinhead and yeah. stuff so yeah i think it's it's great when you can get to the point where you just do that and you probably were doing that before before you were super successful so i think that's awesome thank you <laughs> yeah she she kind of shrugged yeah she so Let's talk about the thing you're doing right now. Besides your books and everything else, uh, you have created a pacing course, Good. and uh, you let Sarah and I kick the tires. You uh-huh. said, "I love that," and it is awesome. Can you tell us why uh, you decided to do the pacing course and create that right now?
2: Well, first, I need to I need to stop saying never because I, people kept asking me to. <laughs> no. <laughs> i'm talking to you i'm giving you all the information out of my mouth for free right now yeah, why do you want yeah. me to write it down <laughs> that sounds like work <laughs> so i would be teaching i would be teaching at things like ingress where i spent mm-hmm. you guys um and nink and i would get out i would have this wonderful presentation where i explain everything and then i get off the stage and people were like yay when's the book coming out yeah. What? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Writing on, on fiction book, So never say never. But I I I did. I made this course. Um this comes from my time um my time learning television mm-hmm. techniques, working mm-hmm. in television. And again, back to my friend um Leslie. Um we she we were in, we went to school together. Um, she was a film major. I was a TV major. We were in the exact same building. But, you know, our she and I and our friends in in, in film school, we 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 just had this this language that we would of how we would talk about stories. Mm-hmm. And sometimes like when Leslie and I were at um, conferences together or we're just in a group of, of other writer friends, we would start talking this lingo. Mm -hmm. We were talking about, oh, yeah, I saw how there was the novice in that story. Did you see how they saved the cat? I really enjoyed how the way they saved the cat. Or, um, oh, my gosh, they had an unreliable narrator. Can you believe the technique that they use? And people will be looking at us like, what are these two chicks Mm -hmm. going on about? And Mm -hmm. I didn't. (laughs) But I, I I feel like in indie, especially indie romance, a lot of the writers, especially the successful writers, were readers. Mm-hmm. Readers that came up and they started to tell the stories that Trad had stopped telling because Trad mm-hmm. said those stories were dead. Yeah. So a lot of these folks know they know the genre, but they don't they don't necessarily speak the lingo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm and I'm trying to have conversations, but I have to like go back on the conversation and explain a specific um story technique or a craft technique. Um, and really, this kind of came out of me explaining having to constantly explain um, yeah. techniques, right? Right. So um, I started to I I realized I had all this content from when I was teaching, from Mm -hmm. my notes, from from when I was in the writer's room to these presentations that I had been doing over the past few years. And I said, said, you know what, this is not going to take you a long time to put this together and then just put it out there for people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I did. I put it all together. And I put it out and it's had an amazing, I haven't really been promoting it. I just kind of said on my Facebook page, Hey guys, I did this thing Mm -hmm. and people signed up and people have been using it and it's been helping people. And that, that, that feels so good. But Mm -hmm. that wasn't your question. Your question is what have you done? Mm And So um, with screenwriting, um, one of the, one of the ways that I was taught screenwriting was to sit down and watch TV and films and break them down. Not just in my mind, I was mm-hmm. had a pen and paper and mm-hmm. I had to break this down and explain the structure. And that was the best thing that I learned about TV. That was the best thing in, in film. Um, I learned that in the classroom. That's what they were doing in the writer's room. And mm-hmm. my brain is just trained to do that. If, if you tell me a story, if I read a story, if I watch a story, my brain automatically starts to break it down to the pacing points and mm-hmm. because i was in television i saw that there was in my brain it's like there's 12 pacing points because usually there's mm-hmm. about anywhere from 4 to 8 acts in a television show and in television the acts are defined by where you break for the commercial mm. so i so i could see these pacing points that happen every time in an hour long drama and i knew from my training in tv that there's there's um tactics that we need to have to keep people, in, and in film as well, tactics that we need to have to keep people in their seats for the first few minutes. But mm-hmm. Because in, in, in film, you got 15 minutes, this is kind of unofficial, but you get 15 minutes before you can get your money back for the ticket. So you have <laughs> to keep them in their seats for the first 15 minutes, right? And the same thing with TV, you have a few minutes, you have about six to eight minutes before that first commercial break. So there was tactics that you had to have of creating empathy, of introducing the hero's goal, mm-hmm. of, of saving the cat. There were tactics to keep you in your seat when the commercial break hit things. I I call them buttons, but um, in TV, they call leads, hooks and sequels of uh, to keep you there wondering on a question, on an interruption, on ellipses where it kind of leads you to to know something else is about to come. But you have to wait two and a half minutes for the commercial break. So I knew all this stuff, and I've been using all this stuff in in my novel writing. In my chapters, I always have a button at the end of my chapter. With when I'm introduced, when I when I'm with the first chapter, I might use a novice to explain the world, and so I'm not info dumping and telling a whole bunch of backstory.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I use the tech the tactics, and the techniques that are inherent in television writing to keep the pages turning of someone mm-hmm. in my novel. And that right. is basically what the course page turner pacing is. Mm-hmm. It's me trying to explain, me showing you first how to see this, how to build that muscle, that pacing muscle, because regardless of whether you're a pantser or you're a plotter, pacing is universal. And we all mm-hmm. instinctively know it. We mm-hmm. just don't all have a common language to just to, to say, oh, they just had a moment of growth. <laughs> oh, they just had a mo- they that was their dark moment right there. Mm-hmm. This stuff keeps happening over and over again. You have to introduce your hero heroin. They they have to have a goal because there's mm-hmm. some reason that we're following them. They 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 have to have something thrown in their way. Then there's going to be a moment of growth, a moment to regroup. This keeps ha- this always happens. It has mm-hmm. to happen um in order for the story to progress. And that's not that's not necessarily pants or plot. That's just how the story has to progress in order for the viewers to have enjoyment
0: mm-hmm.
2: And again, that's what the course is all about is showing you how to identify this and then showing it how to use showing you how to use it in your novel. You do not have to outline if you don't mm-hmm. want to you just want to start recognizing these patterns over and over again so that when you sit down to write you 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 automatically know what needs to come next.
1: Mm.
2: That's great Love yeah. It.
0: I love it too. And I think that there's a lot of that that we subconsciously may recognize, you know, like if you're big, like, I love mystery TV shows, you know, so I watch mm-hmm. lots of them. And mm-hmm. so like, you'll start seeing them and you're like, oh yeah, but it's very helpful to have you walk us through it very intentionally, you know, mm-hmm. instead of casually, I'm more the casual, oh yeah, that was blah, blah, But I, maybe I missed, I caught 10%, but missed 90. So
2: that's the word, that's really good. I think I think you hit on it right there, Sarah. Is that word intentional? And I think when you take the time and you sit down and watch television, not necessarily just for enjoyment, but to say, how did they do that? It's mm-hmm. this when you buy a new car and then all of a sudden you see that make and model everywhere on <laughs> that's the show. true. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's true. Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. So when someone, when someone's, when someone explains to you what that confrontation moment looks like, that's in every television show then you you sit back and you think, oh, they're mm-hmm. having a the confrontation mm-hmm. moment right now. Look mm-hmm. at how they're doing this, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or if someone explains to you what an open door is in television, then you can see, oh, look at what they're doing. They're they're, they're leading us on. They're making us mm-hmm. want, want to watch next week by not answering all the questions. Mm-hmm. So it, it becomes intentional. Pacing becomes intentional when you mm-hmm. sit down and you study it. Yeah, right.
0: that's very true. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So if someone is like uh, a new author
0: and or even an established author and they want to get better at pacing, what's the most important thing that authors need to know about pacing?
2: I don't I don't know about knowing about it. I think well no, no. I I take that back. So I think a lot of people get really nervous about the idea of things uh, about patterns, about mm. things being um uh formulaic like formulaic is mm -hmm. a bad thing Mm -hmm, and I don't mm -hmm. think that it is it's it's guidepost formulaic Mm -hmm. formula guideposts and they're there because they've been tested. They're there because you've seen things go wrong and people not like it and people not come back to that show or that show getting canceled or that book doing poorly because it 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 messed up the formula or it intentionally was like, I'm gonna come up with a brand new formula <laughs> and it doesn't work.
1: Mm-mm, mm-mm.
2: I like a formula because a formula will teach you how to move forward. But a formula will as it's teaching you the rules the formula will also teach you, a good formula will teach you why because if you know mm-hmm. the why then you know how to to successfully subvert the rule mm-hmm. so i like a formula i like formula um tv is a is a billion dollar formula of mm-hmm. keeping people glued to their seats and now binge watching where they will watch hours and hours of television because you have given you are following the formula to keep them there so mm-hmm. i think the first thing that um a newbie writer and a seasoned writer alike should know is that formulas are a good thing patterns are a good thing mastering them is a good thing if you try to do something too different there is no guarantee that people are going to like it because human beings we like we like to know oh, look, that red berry has pits on it. I think that's a straw. That follows the pattern of a strawberry as opposed to something else that's red that could be poisonous. Mm-hmm. We like patterns. We like knowing. We like that feeling of security and safety. And I think that that's what a successful television show does is it gives you those guideposts and those guide rails. And then it gets you to come back again and again and again.
1: Right. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And I think... You know, I've said this before, you can do something unique and different. You can go out a limb on a limb and do that, but you may find yourself alone on that limb <laughs> with no readers mm-hmm. <laughs> because because it's readers have especially the kind of readers we're looking for, mm-hmm. they read a lot. Yeah, they don't necessarily have a ton of time to go experimenting, mm-hmm. and so they want to read what they want to read they want and they want important. to get that dopamine hit that they get when they read a certain kind of yeah. book. You're Good, 100%. bad, or otherwise, that's how it is. So, yeah. yeah. 1,000% right. Yeah. So, yeah, I say patterns, formulas, they
2: save lives. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, what do you wish you had known about pacing way back in the beginning?
2: Hmm. Um, I don't know um i feel like i feel like i've always known this um because i because with my generation our generation we 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 were sat down in front of the tv yeah Yeah. Um, and and so we learned this stuff at an early age it was Mm -hmm. again it was our comfort it was our place of solace it was our place Mm -hmm. of entertainment Mm -hmm. so we 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 knew this stuff we didn't we didn't we didn't have the Mm-hmm. The terminology, the phrasing mm-hmm. for it, we didn't know how mm-hmm. to use it maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I just know that I knew this, mm-hmm. but now I know how to use it. Mm-hmm.
1: You know think- how to wield it.. <laughs> <Your benefit. laughs> yeah. yeah yeah.
0: So I think what you're doing is very similar to what Becca Simon's doing with strengths. Like she's giving us a way to identify things and name things. and so like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe like we instinctively know, we need this type of character, but like you're giving us, Hey, this is a novice. And if you do this and it's, for some reason it helps me to be able to name things and make them repeatable, you know, like, so I think that's a good advantage to also learning all this stuff.
2: Also, when you name things and you have a common language to share with another person, mm-hmm. you know, Yes, you can, you can go and ask for help and you can be the, the help becomes even, it becomes better because you, with that shared language, you can, you can be able to attack problems or you can see solutions or, or things that really work you, you with that shared language you that becomes more clear.
0: Mm-hmm. Very true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so you're also doing a podcast.
0: Um, tell us um, how that's going and why you're doing the podcast in addition to the course and what the name of the podcast is.
2: I am having so much fun. The podcast is called Ines Johnson is Having a Breakdown. oh <laughs> 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 many reasons love it because because like i said in the beginning you know this is this is how my this this whole year like i think the rest of my life is going to be about decreasing my anxiety (laughs) but also you know this is what i did in television i one of my first jobs um as a producer you know was breaking down scripts yeah um and breaking down structures for 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 screenwriting Mm -hmm. and i I did that i taught screenwriting um and producing for 15 years and you know guys i thought i was burned out
1: of Mm -hmm. teaching hmm mm-hmm.
2: And i realized, but I, I was constantly talking about this stuff. <laughs> so talking people's ear off about this stuff because I like explaining this stuff. I love doing deep dives. Um, mm-hmm. you were you were definitely my friend if you want to geek out over um a pilot episode of a show and why it worked or why it didn't work. I I talk your ear off. But what I realized is that what I was burned out of in teaching was the evaluating part of it. I don't want to Mm -hmm. (laughs) evaluate (laughs) anybody else's work. I don't want to do any grading. Um, So this just lets me doing the, the the show and S Johnson is having a breakdown, it just lets me talk about these things that i love talking about and and geeking out about so the 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 podcast they're very short episodes they are and in them i explain things like one of the episodes is explaining what the novice is the novice is someone this happens in books movies and um uh, television shows but the novice is a person that you can bring on there because they're new just like you the reader is new and that mm. novice can start to ask questions and they're asking the questions that you the reader would ask and want to know but because you're telling it to someone it's not info dumping it's right. asking questions you need to know um <laughs> right. so i i i i sh- come on and I explain what that is. I give examples using television shows because again, television, we don't have a lot of time and television shows are short. So I can show you where it is in a television show and point you in the direct, direction and tell you to go look at it. And then I can give you practical tips of how to put that into your current work in progress. And mm-hmm. so that's basically what the show is. is I just go on and each week I talk about a specific technique or a specific pacing point, um, explain it, give you an example and show you what to do in under 10 minutes.
1: Mm. That's wow. great. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> and you can find that wherever we found our podcast, you correct?
2: Absolutely can. Yeah. Okay, or you great. go to anesthrights.com forward slash breakdown and
1: all the podcasters are there. That's great. Well, uh, just circling back real quick to the pacing course. Um I In your course, you have bonus material and you have things like pace for marketing, pace for your launch, pace your backlist, pace your promo. I mean, all of those things. So is it the same technique with all of that stuff or are the techniques different?
2: So the 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 Pacing course, so I designed that initially just to teach people how to break down a television show to mm-hmm. then use those methods in their books. That's what I initially mm-hmm. did. And right. then I thought to myself, well, I don't want to leave people on a limb. I, they, they, they've written this amazing book now. Yeah. yeah. I, should t- I should show them how to how to market it using mm-hmm. these techniques. So <laughs> so in there, um the same way that I think about um How to... How to I, so one of the things that patient and pacing does is I I write fast and I write mm-hmm. fast because I come from television so and I tell you in the course my first draft looks like a script mm-hmm. <laughs> um, because that's how, that's how I was trained and then I go back and I, I make it look like a book mm-hmm. but I do I, I I can write a book in 21 days and I mm-hmm. show you exactly how I do that taking you on day one day two all the way down to day 21 mm-hmm. and so with the marketing I do something similar where I show you how okay you've written this book now the first thing that you you want to do when you're marketing is, as in my opinion, you want to either recoup the budget that you spent to produce this book mm-hmm. or you want to be thinking about, I need to make this amount of money to pay my car note or to pay my mortgage or to, to supplement my retirement income. I think you should have a goal for whatever okay. the book yeah. is supposed to do for you. So I, I I do that. And then all of the marketing tactics that I give you in there. I spread it, we spread it over a certain amount of time. Like some people like to have this done and the, their release is done in the first 30 days. So we mm-hmm. talk about spreading this over 30 days or we talk about spreading it over 90 days. Mm-hmm. So you you pace your marketing by thinking about what you can do to hit the goal. Like if you wanted to make a hundred bucks, then we talk about you need to sell X amount of books in this amount of in 30 days. This mm-hmm. is what you need. These are some of the, the marketing tactics that you can do. So it's, it's trying to show you to think about it um, structurally, mm-hmm. procedurally, so mm-hmm. that you can hit that goal.
1: Right, right. All with a goal. Oh, Always with a goal.
2: With goal. Yeah, I do, yeah, I know. Becca says that not everybody. Becca Simes says not everybody is goal oriented, but I don't understand that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just pretend for a little while. Yeah, you're not. Just you're pretend. Like
1: me. Yeah. 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 That's great. I <laughs> oh, love it. Good.
0: Yep. If you had to start over today, would you do anything differently, or what would you do differently if you would do something?
2: So, I I would I would. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I'm tongue tied because I'm like, I'm questioning myself as I'm I'm thinking (laughs) this. So I give the advice that when you start out that you should really be thinking about your audience. And Mm -hmm. um, if you have a sweet romance audience, you should have a sweet romance pen name. If you have a steamy romance audience, you should have a steamy pen name. Think about audience, audience. audience. If your audience is not going to cross over, then um, you should you should think about having a new pen name. Mm -hmm. (sighs) And. I have lived by that and I have died by that and I've <laughs> born by that again. So if you look at, um, Sinead Johnson, she is structured. She is mm-hmm. the sweet military romance, sweet military romance, period. If you look at a it's a hodgepodge. And yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just, and it's because I, sometimes I, the muse wants what the muse wants and I mm-hmm. wanted to, I, I, came up with a really great idea to write um because my small town military romances were do the sweet ones were doing so well yeah and people started asking me like why aren't they steamy i was like what yeah wait a minute what yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was like i can do this i can make these i can make these steamy completely different stories but but mm-hmm. steamy um yeah. small town romance with military heroes
1: mm-hmm.
2: they wouldn't fit under an s because mm-hmm. Inez, yeah, even though a is a hodgepodge, they it would be just a more of a hodgepodge, I'm just making a bigger mm-hmm. mess. So mm-hmm. I got bullied into creating another pen name, <laughs> which I know is the right thing to do. But it's so much work. Yeah. Um, it's so yeah. much work.
1: Yeah. So yeah. So you would you would keep them all together or you would still I,
2: that's them what out. I would want to do, but I know uh, so I'm hesitating because I know that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wrong yeah. thing yeah. to do. I'm doing yeah. the right thing, but I'm crying about it, yeah, yeah it's, a so lot of work.
0: it's like, yeah. oh my goodness, why,
2: why, why, why
0: do I do it yeah. this way because you know it's the best way, but it's yeah, still yeah. a lot of work,
1: still <laughs> tricky, work. yeah, yeah. Yes. it is very tricky, yeah, yeah, well, it's been great to have you back. I love talking on all things, pacing and Love yeah. the the direct sales thing, it's something I'm looking at. And um, so I just have loved this t- so much today. But tell people where they can find you about your books, about your course, all things NS Johnson, Sinead Johnson, all those things.
2: So Ness, you can find Aness at nsrights.com. You can find Shanae at Shine Johnson.com. If you want to take the course, it's an mm-hmm. SRights.com forward slash PTP for pace, turn, or Pacing. Um, and I have two free videos up there so that you can see if my teaching style is, is 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 in your is is your cup of tea. But also I really encourage everyone to listen to the podcast, which is an mm-hmm. You can find that at an forward slash breakdown. That's free and I'm giving away free information. But you'll also notice if you listen to that podcast that I like to um, come and do teleparty watch parties using the, the app teleparty where mm-hmm. I can just geek out with other authors as we look at television shows and we break them down together that has just been the most fun thing ever mm, love that that is awesome yeah. yeah well we will have
0: all those notes at wish I'd known and thanks for being here thanks for listening today and we'll see everybody next week bye everyone
2: bye Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you would like to support our
0: podcast, you can find the link to do so at wishidknownmenforwriters.com backslash support. See you again next week.